This is episode three of the H2H Sales Automation Podcast on Inbound 2022. Let's build a business based on H2H, not B2B, but human-to-human sales and marketing automation. A human approach is the only one that sells. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next episode on H2H Sales Automation, not B2B, but human-to-human approach for your sales and marketing. My name is Bart and I invite guests for a short 20 minutes interview to inspire you and improve your H2H approach in sales. I'd like to welcome my guest today, Anna Drogon, HubSpot marketing coach. Anna works with our team at Automate Now and is expert on inbound marketing. Together with Anna, we have attended our first ever inbound event in Boston and we'll share what we have learned. Welcome to our podcast, Anna. Hi, Bart. Good to be here. Hi, everyone. First of all, we went to HubSpot even in Boston, uh, in America. And uh, what is interesting, how do you call your name? Can you spell that? <laughs> that was a funny couple of episodes. So my name is Anna. However, I had to introduce myself as Anna. And no one could recognize Anna. It was quite, quite funny. It was fantastic, yeah, to see a little bit of changes, how the people, you know, doing networking and how they actually uh, working and, and how they uh, behaving at the event. So, Anna, uh, in about 2022, uh, we spent nearly a week there. Uh, what, your, what, what is your take? What, what, was, what was your experience of Inbound 2022? Uh, that's a good question. Well, first of all, from like a practical slash organizational point of view, that was a conference so well prepared and they looked after us uh, and they organized so many like teeny tiny small details, those uh, delight moments, uh, as the inbound calls it, uh, that makes me remember uh, that, that day and that event really, really well, that delighted me in so many ways, like even the, the booth with photographs or making sure there's tea and coffee for everyone uh, in every single corner over there. It was very well organized. It's actually delightment. Uh, this is the part of the event that they did mention a couple of times to delight the customer. But uh, my, my experience of Inbound, uh, it was pretty much the same. I didn't know what to expect. Same as you, we just went with a full, uh, with a blank page just to actually take this, all the inspiration and uh, and maybe, yeah, and use this inspiration for our clients. And uh, so uh, the main theme of the, of the HubSpot uh, Inbound in 2022 uh, was uh, no customer management, but customer connection. Um, and that is interesting. So one of the stats uh, that we've been given was uh, that 65% of Google searches uh, ended without a click uh, and 40% fewer responses to sales emails. Basically, we're all connected via Zooms, via online mean of, means of contacts, but we are, as a people are really disconnected. So w- what's your take on, on this, Anna? Customer connections, how would you help our audience to understand what customer connection means? Well, so many things to talk about here on this topic. Uh, first, we have to remember we are humans. We are humans. We are people. We have emotions. We have a bad day. We have a good day. We have family trouble. We have kids at school. There's so many things happening in the background that shape the way uh, we interact with our work life, with our work colleagues, with our advertising and marketing that's coming our way. So uh, I have to be mindful of that, uh, which sort of leads me to say uh Please don't do mass everything, mass emails, mass text messages, mass the same. Uh, It's a good place to think about like targeting, uh, tailoring, personalization, making sure that whatever you serve as marketing uh, is received as if it was an actual human 
human touch and human connection. Is that nearly the same concept of actually connecting via context, building that context, really, uh, instead of sending blast email? And and uh, and what, what's your take on So it's, it's a human approach, really. So what could be the practical tip how we can actually be more humans with connections, with marketing, with any ideas on how we can approach the human way of doing marketing to connect with the business? Well, I guess my first thought was really, really boring, which is data and collecting data uh, in a way that the more you know about people you speak to, the better you can segment them, which means you can actually have properly tailored messages. Uh, so that's for me quite important. Fantastic. The, the, the more you know about your customers, the more, the better uh, you can tailor your messages. And and here we comes with, uh, obviously, systems. We use HubSpot, but whatever system do you use, I think one of the great idea is to think what data do you need? Maybe one, one single data from your clients, from your contact, uh, in order to be more human. Uh, it could be uh, as as simply as uh, information about the preferences of you know contacts. Maybe they prefer I don't know text messages, WhatsApp, or maybe something that is that is for them. Uh, that is that is the human way. Um, collecting data data like the birthday dates, uh, like the information about uh, the specific business or the problems might help to actually drive that conversation. Thank you, Anna, for for sharing. And anything else? Yeah, Sophie, I mean, like even small things like like hobbies or what you've, you've done recently, where did you go for holiday? I know this is a small talk and it's difficult to keep track of that. But actually, if you do, then every single time you have another meeting or a call with that person, uh, there is a starting uh, topic for a conversation, which is amazing. And another thing uh, you just mentioned about mail and text message, etc. Uh, the um, CEO lady uh, uh, from HubSpot who was doing the opening, she uh, she mentioned that maybe email is not the key thing maybe let's do try other means other uh, channels like even the text message so that's something definitely we will be exploring for our clients over the next few months this is a very interesting point like we like most of the marketers uh, are focusing on email marketing that's pretty like go to tool uh, what you do yes i do social media and then uh, barely you do email marketing but yes it's in- very interesting absolute actually saying is that you know, email marketing in some cases might work but we need to build the context but yeah maybe some people are prefer to contact via slack maybe they need to i know teams they have uh, they they like to whatsapp uh, they, there is a uh, so many ways and channel and i think we can uh, what you're saying anna we need to recognize that some people prefer the other channels and we need to adjust as a business isn't it Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that uh, one of the guys on the stage said was to optimize for customer connection. I love that. So I love it. Optimize co- customer connections. Fantastic. So And also, yeah, the best one was like, we are coming into the age of the connected customers. <laughs> age of connected customers. And what one other data that is coming to my mind, I do remember that at some session, uh, it was that on average in the US, uh, the company is using 242 SaaS apps, SaaS apps like Gmail, like uh, uh, like HubSpot, like uh, email marketing, like Slack, and so on. Two hundred and forty-two. So I think the whole idea is is just we are overwhelmed with like the kind of digital hectic, and you're kind of zoomed by using too many apps that are not working to each other. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more, Anna. What session have you attended, and maybe what was the inbound? So how how so if someone would like to come to the inbound next year. What would but so what they can expect? How the inbound is built? 
uh, it's a monstrous ginormous agenda and it was so packed with so much useful content one of their uh, really really interesting ones was the pool guy we all know the pool guy uh, so it's 2008 the markets are crashing no one's doing business all the businesses are falling people don't have money and yet the pool guy managed to increase his business and sales so much more selling pools which is like a luxury item especially in the in the moment of crisis but what he did how he adapted how he changed the strategy how he kept his customers informed how he was very personal uh, and his approach that was very very impressive so he was one of the uh, <clears throat> most interesting people uh, that, that I, I heard at inbound another one was the lady from uh, LinkedIn uh, where she obviously based all she said on all the research they do among the users of LinkedIn. Uh, but she said that, especially during the pandemic, so much more content was produced, like enormous amounts of content. And all the key people were saying that there's too much content. Most of that is really not good quality. And whenever they start reading something within a few seconds, if it doesn't catch, uh, if you don't catch their attention, they will just drop that content and move on. And also she said that they, what they are actually looking for is something that is provocative, something that will uh, challenge their current thinking. So they have to adapt, pivot, change, do something with the business, about the business, about the way they manage their teams, about the way they uh, lead uh, their businesses. Yeah, thank you very much, Anna, for sharing. It's interesting that the way the, the inbound uh uh, approached uh, the content is uh, they invited loads of people to share their stories uh, and the stories uh, are great inspirational uh, there is a no really selling uh, it's more kind of solution to the problems um, my take on uh, HubSpot and uh, the inbound uh, was actually the first speech uh, that um, the CEO of HubSpot uh, did at the very beginning uh, um, and uh, uh, she said uh, very emotionally about combining the life and balancing the CEO life and uh, the, her own life uh, um, she mentioned about her dad uh, being, you know, passed away last year. She was appointed as a CEO of the business, and loads of pressure around her, obviously, including kids and so on. And this is, I, I, th I think, I want to reflect on the emotions and background. We're all in a kind of position that we, most of the growing businesses, they are, you know, we are all working like remotely and uh, at ho and homes, and and our lives are being uh, affected by, you know, suddenly someone is coming, like our kids, and we are kind of, we don't have a proper uh, difference between, yes, nine, five job is probably won't work anymore. So this is a little bit of kind of mental health thing that was actually part of the discussion that we need to actually think about this and the way that we speak with our businesses as we want to actually um, uh, pitch for uh, to make sure that we actually have this context because we all have had the same issues, the same issues with, with the mental health, with you know how we manage virtual com uh, conversations with our employees. And that will be reflected on the way we pitch also with the business. So uh, fantastic. So um uh, one thing that I want to so in terms of uh, HubSpot and its products, uh, any anything that you can uh, you, you notice that Hub, in what way HubSpot will develop their their CRM product uh, in you know in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three and beyond. <laughs> well, the most awesome bit was uh, the it's a teeny tiny function, but it changes the way you operate HubSpot. Uh, like on a daily basis, is the ability to edit in the index pages. 
that Kyle was just presenting a couple of days ago. That was huge because that will definitely speed up everything you do uh, in, in the system or on your daily basis when you do whether sales, admin or marketing or operations. Uh, but also there was a bit about campaigns, how they're going to be improved and how much more um, insights you can get and just see the bigger picture really, really well. That that was quite good for me from the marketing point of view. Yes, campaigns are really big. Uh, if you never use campaigns, uh, go for it. Try to attach all your marketing assets in one place and you'll suddenly see what and how many people are influencing and how many leads you have creating. Uh, fantastic. And that will be even more advanced. Uh, my take up on this is data quality. Uh, so HubSpot is investing in massively in data. You already did mention, Anna, about the uh, inline editing. It's called, I think, uh, within the you know contact or company view. But uh, on top of this data quality, so uh, if uh, everyone is using different formats now, phones, mobile phones, then uh, capital names and so on. So the uh, HubSpot invested massively to clean the data to make sure that that data is 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 great and it's it's the person so it's usually the problem is that we have a two three four four five same people with different email addresses uh, hubspot is investing to combine this to um to get the data the right way um and the second thing i think is is a payments i think is a huge one uh, it's nothing new with payments quite a lot of other crms they have a payment system but what is new with hubspot is that that payment will become massive a uh, driver for automation uh, and especially subscription with in the B2B industry. Uh, payments are not yet available in the UK or in, uh, only in the US, but it will be rolled uh, soon. Uh, and that also will include invoicing. So um, management of everything in one place, not only customer management, but also the finance bit. So this is what I took on. And, but uh, uh, Anna, the, 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 there was quite a lot of uh, talks about the community bit. So building the community. Uh, any thoughts on, the, on that bit? Well, community... So, so important. You can have the best software, you can have the best team, you can have the best sales strategy, and you can find some customers, you can even learn how to do the networking, and like you use all the Google ads and Facebook ads and whatever ads, but then if this is all so mechanical and um, stripped of any emotions and feelings, then how can you connect with anyone? That's why it's, I, I do believe, and I do totally agree, so important to have a community where people think like you, they have the same problems, the same questions, they have the same challenges, they want to develop, they want to grow, and then um, they can learn from each other and support each other. Yes, I yeah, hundred percent agree. I, I I think yes, we we all need a community and um, to grow ourselves, our business. Uh, and one of the idea that came to our develop our community, uh, Hubspotiers community, uh, is yes, is to talk to our clients or your clients rather and build that community so help them you know to connect and, uh, and that, that could even create the possibility of even you know referrals because we help them it's, so it's just what HubSpot is also saying is to go beyond just the sell bit it's delight by creating the community even tiny small communities 40 50 people 100 people doesn't matter it doesn't need to be a massive group of facebook with thousands of people who are doing something it could be some kind of you know very specific community that you actually work with and, and providing them with a the value uh, and one i think one of the option that hubspot uh, did uh, announced it was a community that they create uh, connect.com i believe that is the website um, they will be uh, connect 
connecting different ecosystem uh, ecosystems. I believe the par- solution partners, um, freelancers, uh, developers, and all other people within the community. Yeah, that sounds great. And just maybe one more thing I wanted to add about community um, is that it's why is it better than focusing just on sales? It's like when you go into a community, into a group with the genuine feeling and the need and the want to help people, that's what you focus on. And that will always bring good results to you. Focusing on people. Uh yeah, fantastic. And final bit, we have just about a few minutes to, you know, uh, to keep our uh, timing right. Um, account-based management, account-based experience, new topic to everyone, um, including us, something that we, yeah, we, we are just trying to recognize how to use this uh, this idea of, you know, getting and generating the, the business. What, what what's your thought? What 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 have you heard during the inbound about the ABM? What what, what is what do you think that you know how, how the ABM should, could work in the business? To me, it's like a building uh, a Lego version of your potential client because you really want to understand what they do, for whom, who works for them, who is your friend in their business, who is someone you really need to make sure they're impressed and happy. And that will definitely be difficult, for example. <clears throat> and it helps also plan your own business because when you know exactly who you're targeting, then it's so much easier to adjust what you do, how you do, when you do it. I completely agree. I would probably add one more thing is is to map the relationship within the business that you want to target, especially if you if you if your business and whatever you're selling the deal amount is is huge so it's not easy to sell one off you need to build that relationship and map that relationship someone who is more kind of influencing the process who is a more kind of budget holder uh, and maybe someone else who is actually just started position in a business and they can promote you promoter because you know your solution is cool and probably it will help them so it's it's probably ma- mapping this the the solution um and i, I also heard the um, um, uh, about important aspects on, of building ideal client profile for ABM, and I, I know Anna, you you know you you love the ideal customer profile, but a little bit on that. So, what what in very in essence, what ideal customer look should look like? Definitely, it's not a one off. Uh, so you do uh, a session, you talk about who it is, you define it, then time passes, and then you have to adjust it a little bit to what you're serving, what do they actually need, how they need to change. It just should be a pleasure to work with them, and it should not be a huge, huge difficult thing to, to gain your ideal client. Fantastic, yes. Because if it is, then probably you definitely need to adjust who you're trying to sell to if it's just too much trouble. I probably like the idea also, you, uh, we've done a number of exercises even for ourselves just to give the name of your ideal clients. Like, I don't know, Funny Brian, for example, or, 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 uh, or, or I don't know, Workaholic uh, Emma. Um, it's, it's something that will be, okay, I know that that person is my ideal one uh, in ideal world. Am I right? Totally. It's easier to relate to them and just sort of think like them. Fantastic. Thank you. Listen, uh, thank you very much, Anna, for joining me. And we, we've covered ca- quite a lot of things. So Inbound is interesting. is huge event, as Anna mentioned. It's difficult to find the different sessions. It's just, I think, 50, 60 sessions happen at the same time. Uh, but we found this very interesting because we can see all different ecosystem in one place and inspirations what and how we can improve. Um, we touched a little bit more about the humans, emotions, um, about not sending mass mails. 
uh, instead of mass mails, just trying to find the best data, um, the, the best channels for, for the business. And also just try to collect the data, one single data uh, for your customer to be more personalized with your marketing message. Um, uh, Anna, thank you very much. Uh, and thank you very much, our listeners, to uh, listen to us. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Bart. See you at the next one. Let's build a business based on H to H, not B to B, but human to human sales and marketing automation. A human approach is the only one that sells.